Hey, if you've suffered an injury in an accident and would like a free case review, make sure you call the super team at Daspit Law Firm. Free consultations are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Dial 713-322-HURT. That's 713-322-HURT. Or you can go to the website, DaspitLaw.com. Hey, if you've suffered an injury in an accident and would like a free case review, make sure you call the super team at Daspit Law Firm. Free consultations are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Dial 713-322-HURT. That's 713-322-HURT. Or you can go to the website, DaspitLaw.com. Every time John Orlans clears his throat, an angel gets a Coors Light. I mean, it's unbelievable. From the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's John and Lance. (sighs) All right, are we done with that? 905 ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Dusty's coin has Maldonado's head on both sides. That's a possibility. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a tough one for the coin boys when yeah. the answers are always that. Yeah, or, uh, both sides. Uh, Astros tonight, big series. Texans with a big game tomorrow against the Dolphins. Big four. CJ Stroud. Big four. The offensive line. Big four. You know what? <laughs> I don't know that. Anybody's gotten more love than Tank Dell this preseason for the Houston Texans. But Nico Collins, D'Amico, D'Amico we're talking about, right, is there a chance that, that Tank, Tank Dell is wide receiver one by the time this season is said and done? I think there's a real chance that Tank is. He, he, we already see that CJ really likes him. They're, they're really good friends. They walk off the field together. He's, he's eyeing him. Davis Mills came in and just said, I'm throwing a tank. You know what? There were other guys that he could have thrown to on that touchdown pass. And he said, no, I'm looking for tank. And that, that, you know what? He might become a whoopee for CJ Stroud. But D'Amico says, uh, Nico's having himself a nice, a nice camp as well. Yeah, he is. He's shown that he's a big play threat. Deep passes down the field. He's made a lot of big time plays in practice, and we're expecting him to do the same thing when it comes to the games. He thinks it's going to become the same thing. I don't know what 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 are the is Nico a, a, a wide receiver one? No, he's not a wide receiver one, but I think he de- does have a chance to be a wide receiver too. So one of the things that I always felt like was the uh, the offense has really not been a good offense for him the last two years. When you watched him in college. Like, he's a tough, contested catch guy. So if you want to throw slants to him and people are draped on him, he can make that catch. You want to throw the back shoulder fade, he's got someone draped on him, he can make that catch. But he's not a a natural route runner, you know, underneath. But what he is is he's got great build-up speed. Like, he doesn't look fast, but once he gets to – once he gets the legs going, he's a 4-4 guy. So he's got a chance to make a lot of plays down the field because he can win contested catches, and he's fast for a big guy. He's in the 4-4s. And so one of the things that you'll notice with, with 
Tomiko talking about the plays he's making down the field, the long catches. This is what he is, and this is the offense where he's going to get that opportunity. So I think this is a really good offense for him. The question is, does CJ have enough time to find him down the field? But it would not shock me if Nico had his best year as a Texan. I already said that. I thought he could get to maybe 900 yards receiving and 700, rather than seven touchdowns. I think it's possible he could have that kind of year. That's. I think Nico will have. I don't know if he'll have the most catches. I think he's going to have the most yards and touchdowns. But saying Tank Dell could be second is I do I don't I do not think it's a stretch. Yeah, um, I think by the time it's all said and done, yeah, it by the time it's all said and done, Tank Dell is going to be the guy. It'll be interesting to see how where Mechie Mechie falls in here. What do we Robert Woods? What do, what do you expect out of Robert Woods this year? I don't not expect much. much. No. Yeah, not much. I mean, Robert Woods, well, just a couple of years ago, was a pretty good receiver. I mean, his Rams days were pretty good. Right. I mean, that seems like a while ago now, though. Yeah, it was. it is a while ago. He's had injuries, and I don't know. I see the name Robert Woods, and they actually gave him guaranteed. They gave him decent guaranteed money. Uh, that's what. That's what made me believe that they were not going to draft a Jackson Smith and Jigba in the first round like a lot of people thought. I did not think wide receiver was in play for him because they gave him a decent amount of, you know, guaranteed money. They had John Mechie coming back. They have Nico Collins. I just didn't think wide receiver with all their holes would be a, a priority in the first round, but it clearly was when Tank Dell came up in the third. And uh, I don't know. Tank may have to play outside some. Uh, he may just have to play just to – you know, play with speed down the field, there, but I don't, I don't think that's great for him in, a, in an offense. There could, well, but there come, might come a point where, you know what, I don't care. Tank's got to be on the field because Tank's going to be a threat. That Tank is a guy who, you know what, you're going to have to – Tank's on the field. You're going to have to have a, a weary eye. You're going to maybe have to shade a, a safety. You're maybe going maybe to have to put your best corner over there. It may open up things for other – it may open up things for Pierce. It may open up things for Nico, uh, for Woods, for Schultz. Um, you know, Tank. If Tank becomes a threat, if in the league, because you know he's really tough to cover. If he continues to play like he did in college, and you know, early on here, uh, that could be, you know, that could be a big, big bonus for this team. No matter where you put him, because if he's on the field, we gotta, we gotta account for Tank. Yeah, it's hard to believe we're talking about him like this as a rookie, but I feel like that's accurate. I, if you skipped over the fact that he's a rookie, when you just watch people try to guard him in practice and in and, and, and the game, I mean, it's not happening. It's not happening. Tank can get open. So I'm excited about that, and I'm excited about C.J. Stroud being able to grow and become comfortable with another rookie. I think that's great. And for me, you, know, you look at how important Wes Welker and Julian Edelman were for, for Tom Brady. And I'm obviously not comparing C.J. with Tom Brady, but what I am saying is that small, shifty wide receivers who can get open from the slot, it's just such a it's such a comfort level for a quarterback to have that, especially an accurate quarterback like C.J. Stroud, when you know that you can go to that guy and get yards when it's third and four or down on the goal line where you've got a choice route inside, outside, based on the, the leverage of the DB, man, it's just it's it's got a chance to really be a cool mesh between Nico Collins, the big guy, uh, uh, Tank Dell, the quick guy, and then C.J. Stroud. That's good. But, I, you know. He's got a chance I mean, to be fun again. 
That's depends sure. on what the coin says. You know, if yeah. the coin says go to Nico, then go to Nico. But if the coin says go to Tank, go to Tank. The coin has spoken. <laughs> the coin has spoken. Um, but for those of you that missed that last segment, sorry, sorry. If you were here, D weed, then you would have sorry. You then you would have heard it, right? We're not going over that whole thing again, okay? Or should we? Oh, it'll be in the recap and on the podcast. <laughs> okay. Well, right. they can hear it a couple so you ways. listen at three o'clock, and you might, and you'll hear it. You'll hear that. So keep on listening right here on ESPN ninety-seven-five and ninety-two-five, and keep on going to GiveMeTheVin.com. Keep on going, people, because GiveMeTheVin.com is where you go to sell your car. Sell me your car. GiveMeTheVin.com. It's so easy, you can do it in your underwear. That's the song that has been sung. Then there have been commercials that have said, if you have someone who's dead and you need to sell their car, then do that. Go to GiveMeTheVin.com and sell your dead person's car. Okay? I know. It's what, Dell, there's nothing I could do. But it's, they're dead. Okay? They got a car. They had a car and they're dead. <sighs> you got to sell their car. Okay? Get, get you some. Get you some. Of that that car money, okay? Because John Clay Wolf will buy it. Even if you're alive, if you're dead, it doesn't matter. John Clay Wolf will buy your car. It doesn't matter what 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 your situation is, what your breathing situation is. It just doesn't matter. John Clay Wolf will buy your vehicle, and John Clay Wolf does that every single day. John Clay Wolf buys more cars than anybody in the two B two billion dollars worth of business last year for John Clay Wolf. How's that? Is that, a, is that a good business or what? And his business model is easy. I'll give you more for your car, so sell it to me. That's it. That's how simple it is. So if you want to sell your car, go to GiveMeTheVin.com. ESPN 97.5 on Twitch. Oh, it's you people. I'm tired of being your tram donkeys, acting like you some one-man GPS. If you really want to keep listening to John and Lance this morning, I guess I'll allow it. Oh, wait. The true gatekeeper of the Veritex Community Bank Studios is here. That's Dell. Dell, what say you? All right, welcome back. 917 ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. I was just looking through a, a fantasy football poster. Do you follow any fantasy football guys on Twitter, on X? Um, yeah, um, Josh Norris, uh, Greg Rosenthal, Adam Rank. There's a lot of guys. Yeah, there's, a lot of good, there's a lot of good yeah. guys out there. I'm, I'm with a, a guy. I'm looking at a guy named Joe Orico right now. Never heard of him. And me either. Um, if you got the first pick, who are you taking? I got asked that by Uncle Freddie. I don't know. I haven't studied. I haven't studied enough to really, uh, I need to start. It's really hard right now. Um, I guess Justin Jefferson. Well, he puts PPR up the league. most points. He's got McCaffrey, McCaffrey, uh, Jefferson. If I've got a top three pick, it's McCaffrey, Jefferson, and Jamar Chase. He's got. He's, he's really high on Saquon this year. I'm kind of high on Saquon this year too. Uh, it's about time for him to get injured. Well, he gets injured. He does get injured quite a bit. Um, but healthy weeks one through 10, 83% team snaps, 86% team high value touches. 
both were first among all NFL running backs. You know, I, I do worry. He well, can lead the position, is... He can lead the position of receptions and touches inside the opponent's 10-yard line. Speaking of injuries, are we just going to act like Christian McCaffrey's always healthy? No, no. I've, I've okay. taken Christian McCaffrey before and paid for it. Yeah. I mean, I had Jonathan Taylor last year. There's another one. Where do you select Jonathan Taylor this year? God, man, that is so hard. He just left Colts camp again for a personal issue, but the Colts said it was excused. Yeah. Um, you know he's disgruntled. I don't know, man. I don't know where you take Jonathan Taylor. He'd be. I think he's going to fall in drafts. I think a lot of people are going to be afraid to play Jonathan Taylor or afraid to draft him after last year. And then, of course, with the attitude stuff this year with Saquon Barkley, you can look at it and say this is a – you know, a contract year for him. Um, I, I, I'm less worried about. I think he's going to give you everything he's got. I just I worry about the injury stuff. I always worry about Christian McCaffrey and the injury stuff. But the PPR is obviously favorable for McCaffrey, even though they're deep over there running back. Brees Hall's. I think Garrett Wilson has a big year with uh, with Aaron Rodgers. I do worry about Brees Hall now that you've got. This I don't think people understand how deep that running back room is. This kid from Pitt, Abinaconda, uh, is really talented. He may not be the dude now, and he probably won't do a whole lot this year because they're bringing Dalvin Cook in and they got Michael Carter. They've got four running backs that could play on any NFL team now. It's unbelievable how deep they are at running back. Really, really deep. It, in fact, Singletary... I don't know if Singletary would even break into the top four over there with them, uh, maybe over Michael Carter, but that's how deep the Jets run. I think the Jets are going to win. Now, maybe I'm getting hyped up because I just started watching uh, I just started watching Hard Knocks, but when you look at the amount of pass rushers they have, the running backs they have, you have Aaron Rodgers who, I, you know, the only downfall for them, I can't believe I'm going to say this, is – whether or not that offensive line plays well, it really is true. Like if they can protect Aaron Rodgers, I think they, I think they've got a great chance of competing against the Chiefs and the Bengals and the uh, Bills for you know for the AFC. Uh, they just are really going to be good defensively. Robert Sala, he says the F word quite a bit, John, quite a bit. Well, that's not nice. Yep. Wow. Yep. I, I, Bill O'Brien's mom would not like it. I hate that. I hate when people do. It. I mean, that's a that's a terrible thing, Robert. Stop it already. But Aaron Rodgers is really doing a lot working with Zach Wilson. You can't help but watch that and think Zach Wilson's got a shot. This is the best thing that could have happened to Zach Wilson. Aaron is actually working with him and teaching him how to read certain things. Um, you can see Zach Wilson getting more comfortable and confident. He was. If you threw him out there again this year. And he even said his confidence was at, like just at zero. Aaron Rodgers being there, he'll teach him different things, and he'll give Zach Wilson a chance to not have pressure on him. They apparently get along from what you can tell on TV. This is the be- if Zach Wilson's going to become an NFL quarterback who who can eventually start. This is going to be why because they brought Aaron Rodgers in. Uh, there's no guarantee, but it's it's one of those things that he would have benefited from at the outset to have a veteran quarterback. And now he gets it after his first two years. So I think it's really good for Zach Wilson to have Aaron Rodgers come in. And obviously it's good for the Jets. Yeah. No. And, how weird is that? Even his, mom, even his mom said that. This is going to be great for Zach. And it is. Zach needed that pressure. You know who's, the, who's probably the happiest player this preseason? Zach, Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson. 
I don't have New York hating me and my mom and, you know, and me who I'm and my mom's friend who I stop. What? Stop with your mom's friend stuff. Well, didn't his mom's friend, he and his mom's friend have do stuff? I mean, honestly. Did you do anything with your mom's friend? No. My mom didn't have any hot friends. Did she, if she did? If she did, then I would have, but I but she didn't. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm in a totally, well, then why are you hating on totally Zach Wilson? different situation than Zach. Okay. Why are you hating on Zach Wilson, then? I'm not. I'm not hating on him. I'm just saying. Let that man I cook. Said he's, he's probably the happiest player in the NFL right now. He probably said, "Heads, I do it. Tails, I don't smash." The coin, the has, coin spoken. has spoken. The coin has spoken. I don't. I don't. Do we see a picture of his mom's friend? I'm sure I don't she know looks that like we her. Ever saw? I don't what, know that we ever saw like. her. What oh, she, the internet has it. Somewhere. Oh, I'm sure the internet has it. I'm certain the internet has it. But, I mean, I think, you know, no, my mom's friends, ugh, no, no. There's not one that I thought, hey, maybe, no. But I can hear you going through your head, like, uh, I'm trying to think, yeah. But at, at no point did I ever say, hmm, mom, that friend you got there, hmm, no, never. Never, never said that. Uh, 713-780-3776, the number. Some other stuff that we haven't gotten to. Well, we hadn't talked about this in a while. Kevin McHale. We we played a quote from Kevin McHale uh, about James Harden and Daryl. And Kevin McHale said this also in that podcast. The next year he came to camp, he was fat, didn't feel like playing. And I got fired 11 games into the season. He had a plan. He also said this about Daryl Morey and the situation. He said, my whole uh, take on the thing is Daryl's really hooked up with James, but I think ownership looked at it. Let's face it. If the owner looks at you and says, we're signing that dude, you're signing that dude, story's over. And if the owner looks at you and says, we're not signing that dude, you're not signing him. And that could well be. That Daryl told James, I, we got a wink-wink deal with you next year? And the owner said, oh, no, we don't. Tillman acquiesced on the on the Chris Paul thing because, you know what, Daryl told him, you got to. We got to sign this deal, otherwise no player is ever going to believe us. That, we're, that when we tell them we're going to do something, we don't do it. That will kill us in the league and with agents. Well, this owner, Philadelphia owner, said, I don't care what you told James. There's a possibility that that's how it went down. I don't care what you told James. We ain't signing him to that deal. Because he saw James's game seven in which he had, what, nine points or whatever he had in that last game. And the owner said, no, I ain't about that life. I ain't about that James Harden life. And we, elimination James is real. We just saw it. And I ain't yeah. signing him to a long-term deal. I think that's a real possibility. What happened there? I think it's. I think it's. I think it is possible, a hundred percent. Because at some point you have to, like, maybe Daryl had to be, maybe that. But Daryl also understands the numbers. You just plug in the numbers into your calculator, and it spits out value, a certain value, and and you know it is hard. It is easy to get behind a theory that had Daryl doing something destructive for a team based on something that he may have promised James, even if Daryl said, eh, this isn't the same James, this isn't good. But all I know is that I think it's safe to say that 
that James thought he was going to do a deal and would be taken care of in the future, and when the Sixers didn't want to take care of him because the deal just wouldn't be a good deal, it was, it was just not the right deal. James isn't the same player. Now now James is calling him a liar. But isn't it interesting that we talked about the fat suit, the whole fat suit joke that everyone's in on when he got out of Houston, and then Kevin McHale's like, oh, no, in 15. If you go back and look at James in 2014, dude, he was lean. James had good lean mass, and James looked the part. Um, it is funny that Daryl, I mean that uh, that Kevin McHale recognized that and thought that it was a plan to get rid of him. <laughs> Listen, eleven games in, we all knew when Kevin McHale was fired that James was behind it. James oh, was yeah. behind Dwight Howard's fi- uh, firing. James right. was uh, behind Kevin McHale's firing. Chris Paul's firing. Well, Russell Westbrook, they just said that that was just an ugly breakup as well. I mean, everybody that James and Daryl Morey just allowed it time and time again. I mean, it's just amazing how he kowtowed to that player. And now, now he's the one. The chickens have chance, come home to roost. If this doesn't work out, there's a chance that James not only got all of those guys fired, but the guy that enabled him to get all those guys fired is also going to get fired because of James. That's he a, would never a, a do it to a, me. He would never do it to me. No, he'll do it this, to you. This pet alligator won't bite me. <laughs> no, he's. we've grown up together. Right. Still an alligator at heart. Yep. Yep. I, I, yeah, I raised, I raised this bear. This bear remembers me from the time he was a cub. No. This, this bear <laughs> loves me. Piss that bear off and see. This, what, this bear's hungry. Turn back into a bear. This bear's, this bear's hungry. hungry now. He's a bear. He's a bear. And guess what? what? What about when that lady tried to raise the chimpanzee or whatever, and then it ripped half of her Remember, face yeah, off? Yeah, face off. Yeah. Or actually, I think the whole face off. Right. That's what I'm saying. You can't. I've always wanted to have like a, like when I was a kid, I would see these movies. Uh, with the little pet chimpanzees or the orangutans, and they would there was a Clint Eastwood movie years ago with, or a Tony Danza movie too, where they had these orangutans, and I remember watching it when I was a kid. Like, man, I wish I had like a little pet like that. That would, these orangutans seems they seem great, and yeah. then you read about the ones that aren't trained. Yeah. they will kill you. Oh no, they will absolutely murder you and mash your brains into a billion pieces. Well, Clint Eastwood had the what was the movie where he had the orangutan and punch whenever he said. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. 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 And he would punch right or punch left. And well, he would he had a gun and he punched. would pretend to shoot it. Right? N- no, he always tell hey, whatever the what was the name of the orangutan? Whatever. Every which way but loose. Every which was it every which way but loose? And, and then every which way go, you can. And and then right and he'd go, right. I mean whatever the orangutan orangutan, right. And he'd just punch right and whoever was to his right, he'd punch him and knock him out. That's what that would be so cool to have an orangutan exactly punch people. TV used to. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Movies on HBO used to fool yeah. me into thinking right. things like that, that, you know getting great. my own orangutan was a great idea. <laughs> you know what is a great idea? Going to mybookie.ag. That's a great idea, people. NFL preseason is here. Football is back, baby. Let's go. Let the betting begin. Oh yeah, football's back. This is when we bet. We know football. We love football. We know more football than the than Las Vegas does, right? We know more about football than Vegas does. That's why we bet on it. We love to you gotta have a little something on the game. How are you gonna watch a game and not have a little something on it? It's a little something something. Preseason is here. You know who's gonna win in the preseason. Probably not. 
But here's the deal is you can still bet on it, mybookie.ag. We've got a team right here that's like 18,000 to 1. 18,000 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. Put it, put something on it. Put a little uh, 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 50 cents on it. I think you got to bet at least a dollar. I'm not sure. But how about 18,000 in your pocket when the Texans win the Super Bowl? How about this? Anytime that you, it, it doesn't matter if you are a new better, a new gambler, or you've been at the at the site, there's a welcome bonus for new players, which means you put in money and they will give you more to play with, or a reload bonus for existing customers, and a referral bonus for those uh, that want to refer a friend. Hop on mybookie.ag today. Start having fun. You can also bet on baseball, football, golf, soccer, whatever. They have live casino betting with real dealers as well. Bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Mybookie.ag. Time to sell my 80s parachute pants. Selflist.com. You're back in the Veritex Community Bank Studios with John Granado and Lance Zerline. Hey, welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Big baseball weekend here, baby. Big baseball weekend. Mariners and Astros, two teams that don't like each other. Scott Service is here. Will Scott Service start a fight this weekend? Where is he? Russell, Russell, Russell. Yeah, he's putting his headphones on now. Say it again. <laughs> Where did you go? Well, I had to flip a coin. A, I'd go P. The coin has spoken. Yeah, heads I'd go P, and tails I'd just sit here in my filth. And Well, luckily it came P- up heads. Luckily it came up heads and you didn't pee your pants. Right. Yeah, okay. the coin has spoken. The, sp- the coin has spoken. Will Scott Service start a fight this week? <laughs> <laughs> No, will there be, will there be a dust up at all? I say no. I don't. I don't know, dude. I don't know. The, Scott Service is a card carrying a hole when it comes to this series. Oh, he's a prick on wheels. He really. I, I see. I said it so much nicer. Why? You're. Hey, Fred. Stop with the words, okay? All right. Oh, you can't Sorry, call him I'm a being... d weed. Yeah, all right. The coin is spoken. Stop swearing. Okay. Okay. Right. I flipped a coin. Should Lance swear or not swear? Tails. This is what I'm talking about. A showdown. That's how Scott Service is entering this series. <laughs> <laughs> he is a lot he like is. that character. He is. That dude just gets crap started, man. He is a crap starter. And I just someday he's going to catch his. He's going to catch his. All right. It's, it's funny though. They say he was like that as a player too, which you know that shouldn't come as any surprise. But apparently he did. He was a not joke around guy. Um, it must be miserable playing for him if you like having fun. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you're somebody who likes to have fun, it's probably miserable playing with playing for him. Uh, absolutely. Well, yeah. I don't know. I wouldn't want to play for him. He's he, he's a jerk. Okay. And be nice to beat. Be nice to put them out of their misery. This season, they it, if you beat them, if you sweep them, you're six and a half up on them. There and when they're leaving here, with just about five weeks left in the baseball season, a little over five weeks left in the baseball season, that's a lot of ground to make up. Okay, and you're probably solidifying your place in the postseason. If you win two out of three, that's nice. They leave here four and a half back, that'll be awfully nice. You win one out of three, two and a half. You still got a nice. You got tonight's the tonight is the most important game in the series because you want to start off 
where you got you're playing with house money because if they leave and you're two and a half up, that's still fine. It's not as good as you wanted, but it's still fine. You get swept by them now. We got a half game difference between the two teams. You're at the bottom of the wild card race, and they're right behind you. That's not that's that is not something I'm interested now, in. Now, so I'm I'm going to the game on uh, Sunday. I've got tickets for Sunday, and I uh, I purchased them before the year started. I just picked out little games, you know, did one of those six game packs or whatever mm-hmm. for the family, and I can't wait for this because. To me, this is uh, – they did give you a really good challenge last year in the postseason. They do have young pitchers. Rodriguez is playing like a great player again. He got off to a terrible start. And, frankly, the start of Rodriguez is one of the reasons that they are behind the Astros where they are because they they play much better baseball to catch up. So I don't think we can undersell the importance of this. We're talking so much about can you catch the the Rangers, catch the Rangers, play off this, play off that. You must be very careful about your pitching is, is inconsistent at best. And I'm starting to actually feel better about the lineup now because everything's kind of come together. But now your pitching and your bullpen has not been the consistent factors they were last year. Now you got a team that's kind of a scrappy team. You got service. He'll probably, you know, you're right. He'll probably try to start something like, I got to get some juice going in this series. I need to get some juice going in this series. You know, let's, I'm going to get out there now. You know, I don't think he's going to try to hit anyone or anything like that. By the way, I know I'm ADD, so I'm going to jump off for just one second. The Chas McCormick thing, he, first he got buzzed under the chin, and then he got hit a couple days ago by a pitch. Did you, at any point, did you say, hey, mm. wait a minute now? Yeah, since the Marlins, yeah, somebody had said, and I, I wasn't even thinking about it at the end of the game, once it got the 12-5, to 5, throw at him, you know. Yeah, yeah, but I don't know why you would do that. You know what I mean? Like, that didn't make a little, sense. A little retaliation. You protect your hitters. And Chaz goes, thanks, guys. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Um, but you also don't want to get anybody suspended. I don't know. Uh, yeah, it would have been nice. It sure would have been nice if they would have protected it. Once you had the 12-5 to 5 lead, mm-hmm, here, take one of these on the backside. Uh, and 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 know that we know what you did. We know what you did, and we just and we ain't gonna and we ain't standing for that. So, so that's. I mean, that would have been nice. That would have been nice. Um, I thought you were gonna go back to the Chas McCormick thing. That, it, I mean, Uncle Mike ain't far away, guys. So it'll be interesting to see how the Astros do this. How Dusty you know sets up the lineup once Uncle Mike is back because he is Kawhi Leonard. As soon as he's back, he's back in there. And he's dominating the game. So Uncle Mike is, is on his way back, and it'll be interesting to see who, who, who is the beneficiary, who is, the, who is going to pay the price uh, in bench time when Uncle Mike comes back. And, you know, you've already, you, you've already sent jokes down. I've got to believe it's Myers that gets he, – he gets – I mean – I just got to believe that that's the case. It's certainly it's not going to be Dubon because Dubon can play so many positions. It's all Myers plays at center field. Wait, I mean, you think Myers will be sent down, or you mean just well, won't play? Well, well, Hensley probably gets sent down, but yeah, Hensley gets sent down. Hensley gets sent down, but I mean that's like a utility guy too. Jake just plays center. You don't need him. You got Dubon and you got Chaz. You don't. You really don't need him. He's his own. Well, Dubon's a utility player too, really. Yeah. Well, Dubon can play center though too. I mean, how many center fielders do you need? You got three of them. I just don't want Dubon playing a whole lot right now. Well, yeah, I mean, he played well the other night. He, he he actually played real well. It was 
is his hit that got Maldonado to the plate so you didn't have to lead him off the next inning. That was a huge hit as far as I'm concerned. That's how you know, the eighth hit, whenever the eighth hitter back in the day when you had pitchers batting, whenever the eighth hitter kept an inning alive with two outs, it was a huge benefit to the offense because, you know, the pitcher didn't have to lead off the next inning. And that's exactly the case with Maldonado. Whenever the eighth hitter, you know, comes up with a big two-out walk or hit, Maldonado comes to the plate that inning, and you don't have to lead him off with an out. You don't have to lead off the next inning with an out. So that's huge. That's huge. I think this is a huge statement series. For uh, It has an opportunity to be a statement series. It seems like the Astros are always going on the road and making statements. And then at home, they just, yeah. you know, they don't know. I, I don't know why that is. But you put them in a tough scenario going on the road at Baltimore, at Texas, uh, with the Yankees. And, boy, watch them rise to the occasion. You're at home. But Seattle, it would really be nice to pop them tonight and then take one more out of the three. Just get your standard two out of three and just remind them not only who they are, but who you are. And then Mm -hmm. just dust them off one game back. Let's just push them one game further back, create a little space, and then go attack the Rangers. There's nothing you can do until teams start beating the Rangers a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of great names bonus hole lover says is uncle mike the best nickname ever i'm 10 years older than him and i still see him as my uncle i'm yeah. way older than uncle mike and i still I think call uncle, him uncle mike i think i invented that two years ago but i think uncle no, mike you, i was the first one to say uncle mike i was the first one to say non-competitive pitch but okay yeah that's true that and i Give you credit for that. Yep. No, no, no. It's a Christian Javier special right now, but Uncle Mike is really. Uh, it is a great. It's a great nickname. It's not. You know, Milo would have just called him Mikey or uh, Brantley. Brantley E. You Brantley-y. know. But Uncle Mike? La, 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 Are you la, la, kidding la, la, la. me? Uncle Mike, the professional hitter, is yeah. the best. Uh, the saying Clint Eastwood coined this one: "Right turn, Clyde." And then, and then Clyde would punch right, right? But Jackie says, funny thing, though, if you ask most people, they think it was Clyde right turn. Yep. Yeah. That's the Mandela effect. That's the Mandela effect. You are not serious people. <laughs> Jackie is not a serious person, that's for sure. I know. No. We're trying to do a serious sports talk show mm-hmm. here, and Jackie keeps ruining it. Dude, Lance po- pooped in a box of popcorn. Oh, right turn, Clyde. I'm going to make fun of a f- serious topic from yesterday's show. That wasn't serious. Yeah, we're trying to do serious sports talk here, and people keep trying to ruin it on Twitch. Uh, listeners, luckily our callers are always very serious people, too. I We talked about this before. That wasn't a serious segment. That was Lance just trying to stretch his legs and go, you know what? I'm not all about sports. I'd really like to get this going. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe it wasn't flying at home, and so you brought it to 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 work to see how John would respond. And John, you know, he humored him and stuff. Well, his kids don't know anything about any of those things that he asked about because right. it was from, yeah. So he needed right. someone. He needed someone. And then he used this show oh, this is to fun. do it. This, yeah. I didn't know this. I mean. I'm going to bring it to the show. Maybe you. No. I, you stuff, guys. Huh? I, I like how you thought this was a pre-planned Maybe deal. Do that I saw with a friend. it. I saw it and immediately just said, "This is what ADD people say." Oh, look at this! Immediately bring it to the show. You don't workshop it. You don't talk about it. You just start talking out loud about it. I hope it. John hasn't seen this. You know, <laughs> I I was thinking there should be like like a, some guard rows, and we go anytime you feel this way, just call Solus. Yeah, 
Soli can be. I had already said to go, him. You know, neat stuff. I don't think you should do this on the show. No, he would like it because it is true. I, sh- I showed you how often we for- – Dale, you're selling me out because you forgot all that stuff too. Some of it was somehow- before I was born. Well, not box of chocolates. I think the thing is four <laughs> minutes of it, cool. Two segments? <laughs> Wait, did it go that long? Go yeah. Into, yeah, I had to tell you to go into the light and let it go. Let it go. Go into the light, Lance. Oh, yeah. For those of you who missed, we did a whole two – well, Lance did two segments. It was a segment, <laughs> and then and then we Lance – We were trying to avoid and it. And then Lance kept making references throughout the, throughout the show it, because it had really up, struck him, struck the, a chord with him. Go look but up the life Mandela is, effect. But it, but it was not like. life is like a box of chocolates. It's life was like a box of chocolates. <laughs> See, this is what we got yesterday. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, neat stuff. You don't have to sigh. <laughs> yeah, the sigh was aggressive. <laughs> that was aggressive. Um, if it make you feel better, Lance, because you're not here, you don't have to. You don't have to stay after the show and record stuff. Yeah. John does though, so do. you win this one. Yeah, you win. You win, Yay. Lance. Yay for Lance! And no food in here, so he can't. T- he can't taunt you with that either. I was waiting around Today until one thirty for too. Today's oh. Pizza Friday, and we didn't have any pizza. Nice Today job, Nick. It is Pizza Friday. It is Pizza Friday, and we didn't even have any pizza. Nice job, Nick, jerk. All right, we got to talk right now about, oh, people who aren't jerks. Robin and the great people over Houston Powder Coaters. Love them. Love what they do. You'll love what they do. It, they're unbelievable. I mean, they will go from Galveston to Willis to Baytown, Crosby, Mount Bellevue. It doesn't matter where. If you can hear us, they're going to go there. If you're a business, they've worked on the Marriott Marquis, the Downtown Aquarium, Westside Tennis Club, Kima Boardwalk, Discovery Green, Herman Park. They, they do everything. It's unbelievable. And they go there. They go to the businesses. If you've got a business, yeah, obviously you can't move the Ferris wheel from the Downtown Aquarium, right? You can't move the Ferris wheel to, to Houston Powder Coaters. So Houston Powder Coaters went to them. If you have... A giant fence, a wrought iron fence that's looking really wrought iron, and you need it powder coated, they'll come to you as a business. Okay, they'll come to you. Free pickup and delivery for retailer people. Okay, you got uh, patio furniture, car parts, whatever you got that you need powder coated, and you don't want to buy something new. Okay, because it's really, really expensive to buy it new. Well, Houston Powder Coaters will make it look great again, especially if it's got family, it's a family heirloom or something that you want to keep a memento of some sort for your parents or your grandparents. And that's what they do every single day. So if you're looking for the best way to get this stuff, free pickup and delivery, HoustonPowderCoaters.com, 281-676-3888. Tell Robin you heard it right here. ESPN 97.5.com. You need to learn. Let the boy watch. He needs to learn the way I learned from my father. Time now for News of the Weird with John and Lance. Weird. 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 John and Lance Weird. News of the Weird. News. News. Weird. I'm back here. Um, If you're a criminal, get rid of your dog. Apparently, guys, DNA evidence passing from people to dogs can solve crimes now. Let's say you kill somebody. Their DNA is on you. You pet your dog. They can. They will be able to find that it was you who did it. So if you're about to kill somebody, make sure you don't have a dog. Huh. You right. have dogs, Lance. 
You need to get rid of them in case you kill somebody. Well, I'm not going to. Well, you might. You don't know. You don't know. No, I know. I know. <laughs> There's a chance you could kill somebody. For what? The coin has spoken. Well, I've already flipped says, A. If the coin says the coin has killed, spoken. If the coin says kill Dell, what are you going to do? You got to kill Dell. Well, then I flip it, and if it's it, no, I flip the coin if I want to kill Dell, and then it's either heads or tails. But I'm not going to do that because I don't, I'm not going to ask myself that question. No one's going to ask me to kill Dell where I put in a position of using the coin. Well, just in case it comes up, you might say, okay, heads I kill Dell, tails I don't kill Dell. And yeah, if it comes up true. heads and you got a dog, guess what? You could be caught. Why is this a potential <laughs> question? Someone having to kill me. Why is this floating around in your head? Because you got a lippy or something? I don't know. Okay, with the show? Do do you know that John never threatened to kill RJ at any point? (laughs) Because he would send RJ into a tailspin. With me, I'm like, whatever. (laughs) RJ would go, what? What? Yeah. Uh, What did I do? Um, Chicago, how about this? Here's Here's a way to solve all of their problems. Rogers Park... In Chicago, a Rogers Park group is calling on gang members to cease fire from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Do you think this will curtail crime in Chicago if people, if the gangs aren't killing each other from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m.? What about uh, 9 p.m. to 9 I think that'll, I think that'll help. If you have a curfew, I yeah. think you're going to really solve a lot of crime. No, no, no. It's a ceasefire. You'll really, it's, it's during a, the day, right? So, yeah. Like, well, why can't? Well, so what about at night? Well, the innocent should be at home. Oh, and sleeping, then it's, yeah. Then it's Thunderdome from 9 p.m. to 9 a.m. when you. the innocents are in their homes. So I guess that's a better way. But I would think they should go from 9 a.m. to 9, uh, 9 a.m. Well, oh, you, just, you mean just never? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, but you're asking a little much, right? We got, we got it, to, it is a little much like, in Chicago. From 9 p.m. to 9, that's the purge. Those are purge hours. <laughs> <laughs> that's what this whole thing feels like. Yeah. It really it really is the purge in Chicago, if you want to know the truth. New show out, guys. You want to watch it? Gordon Ramsay on cocaine. That's a show? That's a name no, of the show. Yes, it is. But what is it going to be? Uh, Gordon Ramsay investigates the cocaine trade. That's, Gordon that's, Ramsay the... Is he an investigative journalist now? Yes. I have. Why is Gordon? First of all, I'd much rather see Gordon Ramsay on cocaine. Wait. Are are there two Gordon Ramsays? No, this is him. It's the chef? It's the chef. Wait a minute. Gordon Ramsay. No, this is from 2017. It was a one-year documentary. It's got Gordon Ramsay explores the global cocaine trade, observing police as they arrest users and dealers. That's episode one. Wow, this was a real doc that came out in 2017. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, Gonna, yeah it actually came I'd out. I'd much rather watch Gordon Ramsay doing cocaine than, it's a, than, it, than, than on the cocaine. Well, of than, course, that's why they named it. They wanted you to right, click it. Right. It's on Prime right now. You can watch it on Prime if you want. <laughs> okay, guys, finally, Trump supporters have posted names and addresses of Georgia grand jurors online. <laughs> Is this that's surprising? Healthy. That's and, healthy. And, that's not weird. Who didn't know that would happen? Yeah. We're going to, hey, we're going to, you, what did you do? You indicted our guy? Yeah. We're going to try to intimidate oh you. It's over. There's no intimidation. We're just going to hurt you now. Oh, that's true. You can't even, they done, they've done the they job. Done, now it's time for job. punishment. Yeah. Oh, my God. All right. We're done. Have a great weekend. We will talk about the Mariners Astros series on Monday. And, of course, the biggest game of the, in the city on Saturday, 
Texans, Texans and Dolphins. and Dolphins in yeah. a preseason game. Yeah. Uh, we'll do that as well. But right now, I, okay, so I'm going to talk about it. I don't know how much I'm going to remember of it because I, during all of those, I'm going to be drinking Coors Lights, okay? I do have a good memory even when I drink Coors Lights, though, so I will say that because a lot of times I'm watching games, I'm keeping Texas chill. I'm doing my part. I did my part yesterday playing golf. To keep in Texas chill. I did my part the day before. I do my part a lot. I need you to do your part, okay? We are keeping Texas chill here, and you need to keep Texas chill as well. It's hot out there. How do you think that the, the dew point is lowering? Coors Light. Yeah, we're keeping it chill here. It lowers the dew point. If you want, okay, if you don't want the dew point lower, don't drink Coors Light. But if you want the dew point lower where we can, it's actually where we can actually go outside and 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 actually stand it well then you need to drink cold clean crisp refreshing Coors Light I don't care what time of day I don't care what you're doing Coors Light is here for you cold clean crisp refreshing Coors Light climb on brother ESPN 97.5 on FM radio AM is stupid emotional damage 610 please ladies and gentlemen we got him bye babe 